Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. This is Brittany Giroux, and you're listening to Free Pizza. Without if JR it wasn't talking. for JR talking. In fact, we're going to talk about Lord of the Rings this whole entire episode. <laughs> I don't we, care we about just... your art. I do care about your art, but Lord of the Rings is But just... Lord of the Rings reigns supreme, definitely. Yes. Free Pizza, your platform for creators, and today we have the... Lori, wait, what's your last name? Gascon. Gascon, I didn't know that. Gascon Rojas. Gascon Rojas. Yeah. Did I say, did I did the R, did I, get, did I roll the R right? Yeah. Grojas. A <laughs> <laughs> Multimedia artist model. Yes. Yes. Uh, I met Lori because of Le, who just left. Shout um, out to Leigh. Big shout out, and I hope he's doing well, and I'm sure you'll be listening to this episode. I don't see why you wouldn't. I don't see why he wouldn't. But <laughs> if you are, we love you. I miss you. I'm so you're the first artist I met when I moved here. Was Leigh? Yeah, that's the artist I didn't know. Okay. My friend Larissa knew him. I was like, you should meet Leigh and get him on your podcast. I was like, okay, cool. Then I met him. It was yeah, like Larissa's amazing. Yeah. So that's a great connection right there. Yeah. Yeah, and he put me to the direction of so many different artists, and I was just like, oh my god. He's like, yo, my roommate. When I first met him, you weren't here. You were going doing your thing, and I was like, yo, my roommate here is kind of managing me kind of sort of helping me facilitate things yeah so yeah, i'm gonna meet her one day it's like oh, i would love that and then we finally met and yeah and then we finally met. yeah he calls me sissy for yes. sister and assistant <laughs> um yes. yeah yes so shout out to that um but we have an icebreaker question i didn't prepare you for this before i got here so you gotta uh you gotta ask the question i gotta ask the question yeah um i'm gonna go with the white side says when you when you think about adventures in your childhood, oh my God, what memory comes to mind? Um, okay, I like this. Yeah, and very distinctive, like the memory that first comes to mind. I'm in the car with my mom, okay. and we're both singing to the top of our lungs, Sin Banderas, which is a great uh, Hispanic band, you know, romantic songs. And we were on our way to go see my grandfather at um, Puerto Piritu, which is a port city in Venezuela. Oh, dope. And I would love to go visit him. He was very adventurous. He was um, a crafter as well. I come from a family of crafters. And I remember in that trip, my mom managed to fool me the whole week. <laughs> she <laughs> told me I would not eat fish and I ate fried fish the whole the whole trip. The whole And she what? tricked me that it was chicken, that it was this, that it was that. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I, I remember drawing my little things and being like, yeah, can I have some more of that crispy thing? Yeah. I was <laughs> fooled the whole trip by eating fish. Yeah. <laughs> I felt betrayed after that. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Yo, shout out to that. That sounds amazing. I've always wanted to, the, to visit, you know, there and just, I guess, that part of the world. Yeah, South no. America is very beautiful. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. Venezuela is amazing. I <sighs> miss it every single day. Oh my gosh. Wait. So when did you you and Leigh meet? This is kind of off 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 kilter. He's also <laughs> yes. So um, 
Our Leia and I's story is very funny. We've been friends for five years. We met in Miami. Miami, okay. Through my ex-boyfriend, okay. um, who was his best friend, and uh, then um, my ex-boyfriend dumped us both, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then At the same time. Why just bounced? He just bounced from okay. our lives, yeah. And okay. we've been close friends ever since. <laughs> I love it. Hey, a bond came out of that, and that's all that matters. Oh, yeah, no. He's the best thing that that came out from that relationship. Okay. <laughs> well, shout out to that. <laughs> okay, let me answer this, and then we can uh, move on to the most important part. Um, I would say my childhood of adventure, definitely, I was. I grew up in a small town called High Point, North Carolina. Okay. Furniture capital of the world is... Uh, small big city you know it's not really that big it's not i wasn't a ton to do there when i was growing up in the 90s so i remember just being out in the woods all the time with my friends hide and seek tag goofing off rollerblading cartwheels kickball and all that kind of stuff so my adventures were always in the woods in the woods that's so scary oh it is terrifying and it's crazy <laughs> how growing up now is like oh there's your kids going back in the day my parents didn't care it was just like yo just being before the lights come the lights you know the street lights come on you know yeah i mean your Different innocence world. kept you safe in the woods you yeah. know yeah. I think adults get more lost because they're fearful and the wood knows that. You know, Egg. nature knows when you fear it. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Nature knows when you fear it. Nature Ooh. does know when you fear it. Yeah. All right, too. Yeah, I should know you are correct. <laughs> Yo, so yeah, that's my childhood. And I kind of wish, I'm kind of getting back into that. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get back out in the woods and nature and just frolicking. I feel like I've kind of lost that over the years. I and think as a society, we need to frolic more. I know. I love that word, too. I love. I say frolic all the time. Yeah. Because that's it's a freeing liberating word i don't know everybody should wear flowy gowns and just frolic around just let the wind yeah. carry you yeah places you know so that was my childhood <laughs> mostly we went on a cool trip like that like you mentioned with yours but like i just remember just being in the woods for hours and hours and just getting lost in it and making real good bonds with my friends friends who i still talk to to this day oh that's awesome yes from my childhood and it was just it's just very heartwarming to think about those times so that was my my memory <laughs> yes it's a wonderful memory yes absolutely but um no we're here for you and we're going to talk about oh so many things so let's lay it all out you are a jewelry maker yes you do model yes um you make collages are they mostly digital or right now they're mostly digital okay yeah. i was looking through your page of course getting content ready and i was just like i wonder if these are like scanned or is it all digital or no most of my work is digital because i burn a lot of time while waiting to model yes so okay that's my little creative outlet that I don't need a lot of stuff with me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, just okay. an iPad. <laughs> That's insane. And it, I can, the jewelry making is phenomenal. I'm going to get to that. And also, you're a storyteller. You also do yes. tours. You're a guide here in Savannah. I'm a tour guide here in Savannah, Georgia. I do a haunted pop crawl, which oh, is really fun because there's nothing like telling stories to inebriated people, you know? Um, yeah, but it does it does make you more outgoing, I think. <laughs> ha you can't be a not outgoing person and, and do that. I mean, it's probably built on that characteristic of yourself and being yeah. able to do that. That's a lot. <laughs> That's dope. Okay, so let's get back to the beginning. So where are you from? And then let's get to where this artistic life kind of forms. Well, I'm from the mystical city of caracas venezuela yes i lived there until i was 19 years of age and then okay. i moved up to the united states 19. but well yes wow okay 
Um, I have an interesting story. I was born and raised there. I did second grade in Houston, Texas. That's why my English is so marvelous. Yes. You did second grade. Second grade in Houston, Texas. Was that like an exchange program? Or? No, my mother, um, political things happened in the country. We had to come up oh, here looking gotcha. for better opportunities. No. Then my mother decided to marry my godfather. What? Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, Whoa. Okay. So we went back to Venezuela, and now my godfather is my stepfather. Um, Interesting. He's also an artist. So my oh, mom amazing. is a crafter. She's a jewelry maker as well. Um, my dad's a mathematician turned musician because, yes. you know, math and music go hand in hand. Yes. And my stepfather is a naval engineer turned professional pianist and orchestra director. Oh so I grew God. up around music and I do not have a single musical bone in this poor body of mine. <laughs> can't sing anything. No, I can't sing, can't play. I trust me, I tried. Yeah. But my mom was a crafter, my grandfather from her side was a crafter, and I grew up learning how to make things with my hands. Jewelry, little clay things. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of mod podging and collaging when i was a child you know art attack was in a boom in the 90s you know that secret oh, sauce with the yes. glue and the water yes. everything was covered in little paper towels with glue and water in my house All i apologize <laughs> paper, paper <machete. laughs> to my mother <laughs> yep oh my god your mom's like whatever it's fine as long as you're doing something so i grew up yeah i grew up in that um Everybody in my family was very, like, probably, like, you keep doing art. It was beautiful. I graduated high school, and I went to uni. I started two careers. I did fashion design and film. Fashion and film? Fashion and film at the same time, two different schools in Venezuela. Um, I did that for two years, and then the situation got really rough in the country. Okay. And I decided that I couldn't, like, if I wanted a better life for myself, I couldn't stay. This right. is, you know, end of 2014. I call up my family members in Houston. I'm like, hey, I want to leave. Like, you said you always support me. If I left, I want to leave. I want to leave. I want to leave. I want to leave. It took me around, like, 10 months to prepare everything. When my family told me, okay, we bought the ticket for you to leave, I threw his feet. I don't want to go. Oh, my goodness. No, please give me another week i made them change my ticket for a week later so i could spend more time with my friends and say a proper goodbye yes yeah oh my gosh so when you say preparation <laughs> visas and... um yeah to study here is the, the student visa then you have to take a test it's called the toefl test okay to see how's your proficiency in english reading writing then if you can study oh. math and sciences in english if you're prof- proficient in the language enough um, and that dictates what pre-courses, pre-college courses you have to take up here once you get here. Yeah. Okay, so you went to university because obviously you can... Okay, I know if you had like, a naturalization process, whatever, but you came to, to university. Yeah, no, I came yeah. with a student visa, but my grandmother was Cuban, so... Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, and you went to school where? I have a marketing degree from Florida International University. Florida International University. FIU. Okay. So, 
So wait, so why did you change from the film and fashion? Um, well, my family, my family here in Houston, in Houston, Texas. Of course, Houston, Texas, oil city, right? <laughs> They're all in the oil business. They said you cannot make a living being an artist. Of course, you are going to study business. Um, and I thought marketing was very creative within the business mm-hmm. industry, and that's what I went for. It was not creative at all. Oh, well, that- <laughs> <laughs> um, so I spent. I graduated in four years. It was four very intense years of my life. Uh, I learned very little during my time uh, in college. Bummer. Um, but pre-college, I went to a community college, and I took all the art courses that I could take. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, yes, and that's yes. why It took me a year longer to graduate from my degree, because they were like, you have all these extracurriculars that have nothing to do with business. And I'm like, yes, it's I'm like, sorry. Damn right. <laughs> I like to be an artist. So I did that. then I did the marketing thing, and... I did a year of office work in Florida, and I said, this is not for me, and I moved up here to our dear Savannah, Georgia. No way. And quit everything to become a model slash artist, artist slash model. Other things you are today. Let's back up a little bit, because I want to get the culture before all the political stuff in Venezuela. So was it a culture that really inspired people to be artists in Venezuela? Yes. Like, I mean, you started filming fashion, so were you inspired to do that by the community? Yeah, so by all, um, it's even tied to the political uh, regime. Um, culture and art has, some, has been something that has always been promoted in Venezuela. Mm, um, yes. You know, we've always been very big in the arts. In the 80s, we were massive in the arts. Um so that has always stayed with us as a culture and my family always pushed me towards that my mother gave classes in the fashion institute i studied at that's why i ended up there your mom gave classes and then my stepfather uh, was a professor in the art school in the university i went at in venezuela so i just got pushed into those worlds like you want to be an artist, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're going to go to the most businessy artists. So fashion design, which is very big, and then film. Because you graduated there as a film critic. You learn everything to be a film critic. No way. Yeah. Oh, so you're being in films now? I'm really big into films. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm really big into films, that's for sure. Um, And I wanted to be a custom designer. That's what I, that was my dream when I was, you know, 18. I was like, yes, I'm going to make clothes for, um, for movies. And, you know, like at one point I wanted to do movie trailers. And yeah, that dream still lives inside of me. You still do it. It's still, you know, it still lives inside of me, but it's not something I, I put into practice in my now life. Right. Right. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. But through that time I was still making jewelry. I've always been making things with beads oh the beads wow. and i so had is, a long relationship okay this is definitely ingrained in you the jewelry you're making now. yeah you've been doing this forever i've been doing yeah okay <laughs> for your mom obviously made jewelry so through my sure. mom and then through myself and then i learned um she's a blacksmith so i learned those little traits oh, through her and cool. um, and it was always very prominent it's just fun to do things with your hands you know yeah. i agree i definitely <laughs> agree you know i'm trying to take a turn to that because from 
doing I mean, photo is still in your hands but like creating whole big pieces and that process of using your hands for all of it i want to get into that yeah so. there's, there's a little reward thing in your brain that goes off when you do those things absolutely yeah and then i i did that and then when i moved up here i wanted to keep being an artist and i tried i really tried the first yeah. year i was here i was still drawing a lot um i had done a little tattoo class course before i moved up cool. to miami so i was still doing a lot of tattooing designs yeah. Uh, and stuff like that and then it stopped college got too much for too me crazy. you know yeah. math and artistry do not go together <laughs> and once i hit economics i was like okay no i have to de- dive deep into the numbers yeah yeah, yeah. at a certain point my dad who's a mathematician who lived in florida he would do my homework for me oh he was like that like, yeah. Oh yeah, no. If my exams were online, you could be sure he was taking them for me. He's like that, just do it, just do it. Yeah, in the <laughs> beginning, he really tried. He was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you so you can understand." After a semester of that, he's like, "No, just give it to me. I'll do it for you. He's let's like, just get, let's just get this degree for you, Thank you Dad. <laughs> um, so you can have your little business degree and continue with your life." Because I had requirements. My family was like, okay, you're going to get a business degree. You're not going to get any more tattoos or piercings during the time that you are studying. Wow. So I turned that to doing my hair. So I I had uh, 25 different colors in my hair, combinations and stuff like that through all my college time. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so bad that I burned my hair off and I had to shave my head. You had a shaved head? Yeah. That's <laughs> insane. Okay. Yeah, that was well. my little outlet. And then when I graduated, the day of my graduation, December 2020, we were not walking, you know, still pandemic oh, times. Pandemic. Yeah. My little YouTube thing. My gift to myself was to go to the tattoo parlor that was next to my house and get <laughs> my first tattoo in like five years. Oh my god! You're <laughs> like, yes, dang it. Yeah, Thank it was so me much. and my tattoo guy watching the commencement through YouTube. And you were just getting tattooed. Yeah, yeah. I got them my little chest piece that says "Arte" because oh, I, like I am that. the art. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Yo, see, that's freaking lit. So I'm curious because you're obviously your mom and your stepfather. Are artists at this point, you're musicians and crafters. What was the conflict of you getting a business degree? What was it? Where... My family, my family up here in Texas paid for my school. Oh. They paid for my school completely out of pocket. Okay. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. And when you live from other people's money, your decisions are not yours. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to college, it's like, okay, fine, I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I did it. It's a great tool. I use it to this day. Yeah, to this day um, yeah. I do not recommend going. I have my conflict. Business. Yeah. <laughs> I have my conflicts with that. After, because technically my degree, I, I, I studied IT, but it was in the business school at UNCG in North Carolina. And I'm definitely like, you can learn all this for free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On YouTube or books oh, or yeah. libraries or whatever. It was 2019 and I was learning social media marketing and all they were teaching us was LinkedIn and Facebook. Yeah. I'm well, like, ma'am, keep <laughs> up with the times. Yeah, this is old <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. what are we doing? You know? So, anyways, you did it. So I did it. I got it overdone with. Um, after that, I started getting a lot of tattoos. Tattoos. <laughs> That's right. And you kind of had the. Was it more like an identity crisis when you were working at office job? Like, what am I doing? I was. I was very lost. Yes. In my time. Yes. Um. Absolutely. I think my creative outlet was le. 
was yeah. assisting Le. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, that's when we started on the journey of um, getting his dreads done. Um, yes. You know, and then I started assisting him. And he's like, you're an amazing artist. Why don't you pursue art the whole time? So he really in, like pushed me there again. Like I still needed somebody to push me there. And he did. And I was like, no, I'm going to put my degree to use. I'm going to work all these like silly little office jobs I was very miserable at. And then I got an internship with a photographer, with a orangutan. Yes. yes. And I was like, okay, I can put my marketing degree to use in, in, in a creative outlet, which is photography. And I've always liked photography. I've always been taking pictures. I used to take a lot of self-portraits when I was a teenager. Nice. Yes. Um, and I was always been to, into that, like, boudoir, sexy type atmosphere. Yes, I love it, yeah. Um, I was always um, by the little evil boys at school. All they could call me was tits because my boobs were really big <laughs> when I was a a teenager oh my god um, yeah so high like, school shit <laughs> but that still influenced me to yeah. pursue that to own it to own it yeah, yeah i was yeah. like i'm not gonna let you push me down i'm gonna own my body yeah, yeah sure um yeah, yeah. and i ended up with them and they worked with a lot of sex workers and then they transitioned from that when i started working for them from only working with sex workers to empower the everyday women to feel sexy. Yes. You know? Yes. So they empower regular girls, women's mothers even to be sexy and comfortable in their skin. I like that. Um, so I entered that world and I was like, wow, I, I could, you know, live off of this. Like, this is an environment I would love to be around. Yeah. Um, and so I did. I did that for a year. I did their social media. I did a lot of designs and drawings for them, some art for their other endeavors. And then I had to call it quits. <laughs> you had to leave? I had to leave. Yeah, I did not feel valued. Very fair. Um, Very with fair. the people I was working with. Uh, but I still believe in their message. I still believe in what they do. Yeah. And then I started, um, they took a bunch of, pictures of me oh obviously nice. I, I modeled for them after that I just became a model for them oh, and cool. I worked for their orangutan girls division which is um hot girls in bikinis <laughs> you better get it um so that made me be very comfortable in my body yeah. and I was like I can explore this third or further through my art um so I kept taking pictures of myself yeah um self-portraits you know um uh, knowing and understanding how my body looks and not being you know too out there for it you know still being sexy and revealing without you know coming into like oh my god that's porn yeah like (laughs) you're lying between like too raunchy and 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 art exactly yeah yeah so i kept pursuing that and then i started drawing girls Girls, 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 girls. girls. I started drawing girls and a lot of boobs. We always go back to the boobs. (laughs) Back to boobs. The boobs. Owning it. Owning it. (laughs) I love it. Um, and that's when I started assisting Lit. Like that's all 2020. Oh my gosh! All that happened within a year time. Uh huh. I love that. I grad like I was graduating uh, school. I was internship. And with orangutan i was assisting lay this all happened in like a year and a half oh my god that's nuts yeah and was this in lay so it's obviously he's a he's painting 
Yes. So you still helping him with, with marketing? No, li- with the, with, even helping, with the painting. Oh, yeah, I started with, with the painting. Yeah. Like murals and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he got oh. stuck 2020 in Florida. Yes. Yeah. And we just painted it out. We just painted the pandemic out. Yes. And that conveniently was also when I started modeling. I had a few artist friends and we had time. Everybody had time to play. Plenty waste. of time. And my friend was like, hey, I need a model to draw because he would draw women, very sensual women. And he's like, yeah, come. I love your tits. Come, <laughs> let me draw you. <laughs> it all goes back to the boobs. I love what he's like, hey, man, I love your tits. Come take some photos. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's always been, yeah, that's that's been in the room before I am, you know? Yeah, you're just like, okay, I know, I know. Yes, I yes, yes. I get it. I get it. I get it. So that's when I started modeling for artists, too. Okay. So this all happened, like, very quickly, very, like, one on top of each other. Yeah. You know, graduating, assisting, modeling, learning about myself again. It all started very, kicked off 2020, you know? 2020 was the year. That was the year that you kind of <laughs> transformed you. Yeah, transformed you know? everybody, to be yeah. honest. Oh, honestly, yo, we're still <laughs> working through that some oh others, yeah you know what i'm saying but it was a positive change i i took 2020 as a positive change yeah you know i also lived in miami so uh covid wasn't a thing for i was us. gonna ask you about that like <laughs> it was still pretty wide open right i learned yeah no um i learned how to drive 2020 through pandemic because there was no cars in the, the street road, that's right um i got to do a bunch of art i got to rediscover who i was um all this while taking classes online i was already done with my little college degree so my dad kind of took all the last college courses for me thank you dad <laughs> thank you dad <laughs> yes that's amazing so as far as you modeling because i've obviously been a photographer i've worked with models in the past is was that something you're doing for like was that an income for you no or was that just just pure art pure just fun, pure, pure art okay. pure fun I like that yeah I like that yeah, yeah yeah um yeah it was it's it out of passion most of the things, most of the artistic things have been out of passion. I've only just recently started making money off of my art. Yes. You know? Absolutely. That's it takes cool. time. <laughs> a long, long, long time. Oh my gosh. It's a very dueling process. But yeah. I mean, you know, you're doing it. Yeah, we're yeah. doing it. Yeah. So th- that kind of started my transformation into the person I am now. Yes, I love that. Uh, and you, and through that time, were you, you were still making jewelry? You were still doing that stuff? I was or, not making jewelry so at all. I fully stopped. Okay. okay. Um, I had my materials, but I didn't feel the urge to do Which is it. Fair. I started um, reconnected with drawing, with sketching, and just yes. putting something down on paper. Yes, you were drawing the women, drawing the Drawing the, the, the women, yeah. drawing yeah. the boobs. I transitioned to even drawing food at some point. Cool, still life type? No, like I would draw my dinners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so explain that process. How that, what do you mean by drawing dinners? It was 2020. I, um, so before then I was working at a, at a restaurant and I would always, all my meals would come from the restaurant, okay, you know, yeah. as, as it does when you work service. Yeah. Um, and then 2020 stopped and I'm like, um, I don't remember how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh. I was like reconnecting with with my food, with the food from from home, with Venezuelan food, since everything was closed. You know, no Uber Eats or nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just started cooking, and I was like, this looks very good and delicious, and I want to remember how I made it. So I would draw the ingredients all separately, and then 
do a little drawing of the play as a whole. Yes, I like and I that. Draw, I would write like in the little corner of the drawing, just like what I what the ingredients were, what the process was, so I could repeat it. I was like making my own little recipe book, basically, yeah. out of my weird little girl dinners. <laughs> I love that term. That term to me is so freaking funny. Yeah, girl dinner. Girl, <laughs> no, because there were definitely some girl dinners. Like yeah. I, I remember drawing like a piece of bread and some cheese and a like beautiful piece of butter. Like, oh yes, this is like so aesthetically pleasing. Girl, you're eating bread and cheese bread for cheese. dinner. Hey, <laughs> you're getting full. You're getting fed. Fuck it. Yeah. 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 Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so you go through all that and. As far as your collages goes concerned, were you doing those back then or did it start more no, now? No, the collages started more recently. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Okay. So, yes, talk about your transition to Savannah. My transition to Savannah, again, starts with Le. Okay, I was going <laughs> to ask y'all, it came part at the same time. Starts with, no, he didn't, he, he was already here okay. before I came up. But again, 2020, he got stuck down there. We started working together and he's like, you are an asset to my team. You should come up. And I was looking for a change from Florida. I am not um, the Florida type. <laughs> I love a beach, but I cannot with the keeping up with, you know, the girlies, the girly pops. <laughs> yeah, probably a different world down there. Different world down there, you know. And I, I wasn't about it. Yeah, yeah. So that last year I was in Florida, I was basically just working my little office job, making money, saving money to move up here and um, having little creative outlets and enjoying the beach as much as possible. Dang right. And reconnecting with myself because I was still doing the sexy modeling. I was still modeling for the artists. And then 2021, I started modeling for a fine art photographer. Dope. His name is Jano Curie. Okay. He is an amazing artist. He does very interesting light work. And I started modeling, doing some very out-of-the-box modeling from what I had been doing. So before then, I was doing very sexy bikini lingerie, you know, like still empowering, but more in a sexy form. Okay. This was the abstraction of the body and how it can still be beautiful. Ooh, you know, okay. so yeah. he put me on like very tight, like little... Like, he would put me into, like, little fetal positions. Like, wrapping my arms as much as possible around myself. You know, just very tight and obscure ways of of seeing the body. Yeah, yeah. And that made me reconnect with a part of myself that I live through now. I had forgotten that... Um, my body's beautiful not only when it's sexy. Yeah, you know? exactly. I had in all fully forms. Dove into the sexy. I was like, yeah, I'm hot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, in the Miami vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I change that for you? And it changed that perspective for me. And then I stopped doing the sexy modeling, and I just started modeling for him. You stopped it all. I stopped it. Yeah. Wow. And I started just modeling for him, and I was like, I want to keep doing this and pursuing this. And that provided me with enough to have a portfolio to come up here and apply to SCAD as no. a model. Oh, dope. Yeah. That really changed course. That changed everything for you. Then. Yeah. Him and his, his way of seeing art and the body. And, like, he just really appreciated me as a model, which yeah. I had, like, never encountered. Felt that an actual appreciation. Yeah, because for... when you model for some photographers, you're just, like... A pretty body, yeah, and that's kind of, it. Yeah, kind of yeah. Like an object. You know what I'm saying? You are kind of an object. Yeah, yeah, and just that, which is 
kind of lame, but you know, it's kind of industry work sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Diego was pushing for me to come up here. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, like I need you up here. Um, I need your help with the pieces. Like you're gonna love it here." And you're like, "You're tired of Florida. You need a change. Why not come up to Savannah?" So he came down to Florida, and we did a little road trip back up. I stayed okay. here for a week. I only did scat related things, <laughs> and and oh. I helped him in, with two pieces. That time I went back and I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm decided. I'm decided. Yeah, I'm no. gonna move up here." It took us a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely took us a while. Is the the housing market up here is a little it's interesting? Awful. I got <laughs> I, I got fucking lucky when I moved where I moved, and he was. Everyone told me like, "Dude, this is so hard." No, we tried. We tried for like eight months. Yes. To find a place to live. Yep. Um, it was really hard, but it was great because through that time he started living with some friends of ours, and that's the connection that I eventually had to meet my now partner. Um, so I I appreciate that it took us a long time. Patience <laughs> to, is a virtue. Patience. Yeah, we yes. even got scammed while trying to move up here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Did they, t- they take your money? They took our money. Dude, they took I've like six hundred mo- dollars from our money. Yeah, I've heard about scams happening like that here, all through like, Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that. Like, hey, give us the money and then we'll. Yeah, and then we found I I found the lady. I don't remember her name, but she was part of the historic. Uh, society, historic district society here in Savannah, and then I reported her to the people because I was like, "You're not gonna take my money. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, push back." <laughs> Dang right. Yeah. Dude, that's awful. First of all, but I'm happy you ended up here. In, yeah. In this place, right? You, you found this place eventually. No, we weren't here. Our first uh, house was on 41st. 41st, you did say yes. Yeah, we moved into this huge house, too big for us, too big for us. Three bedrooms, a living room, a giant kitchen, and an outhouse for a bathroom, basically. <laughs> what? <laughs> you could tell the bath. You could tell that house was not built when bathrooms were a thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, okay. it, that was pre-bathroom era. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, Savannah's an old-ass fucking place. Oh, yeah. my remember my bathroom had a huge window looking our, to our backyard. And I was like, oh, my neighbors are seeing me shower. He was just like, golly, no. No, no. That place was not... It was too big for us, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it was our first time. Like, I finally made it up here. And my move up here was hilarious. Um, I was not going to drive a truck. I'm a girl. <laughs> like, oh, my God, Lori. I was like, no, no, no. Because I had just... That was beginning of 2022. Um, I had learned to drive 2020. <laughs> you know, like... And I'm traumatized by cars. Right. That's, we can make a whole other episode about how cars have traumatized me through my life. Very fair. Um, so I was like, no, I can't drive a truck. And my car needed service. So I took it to the service. And I made friends of, through the, with the people of CarMax, actually. So it worked. So it worked. So they lent me a big, you know, Ram 1300 or whatever. <laughs> And <laughs> a big ram. <laughs> it's a big car. And I was like, I'm going to move in this car. And it took me a weekend. I did four trips up and down, up and down, up and down. Oh Six and God. a half hours every trip. <laughs> I packed and I moved. I managed to move. My, the apartment wasn't ready for us to move in yet. So I just left all my things up here. And I had a little backpack and I went back to Florida to pick up my car. Just drove back to Florida. Yeah. Drove back. 
drove back. The, uh. the last trip down, I was so exhausted. I hadn't showered in two days because I was just focused on moving. Yeah. Um, I was so tired and so out of it. I reached the Bucky's. The Bucky's was my safe haven oh, through that whole trip. God. Oh, Bucky's. Shout out to Bucky's. I went inside and bought food, a giant coffee. I went back. I laid down the the seat of the truck and I took a two hour nap in the parking lot That's of Bucky's while it rained. <laughs> oh, what a what a very intimate time there. It's just like, oh, this is this is a break. Uh, great nap. Yes. One of the greatest sleeps I've ever had in my yeah, life. Sounds that, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> then I made I finally made it back. I returned the car the next day and then I waited for like five days for them to give us the okay for us to move into the house. And I packed my plants, I packed my cat, and I moved. And my cat decided that three hours into our drive, he was going to pee on my lap while I drove. Oh, my God, <laughs> Lori. Uh, you're just like, okay, whatever. I I pulled up to a very, very questionable gas station. <laughs> Mm. I cleaned myself up. I put him in the little killer litter. Like, do you still need to do your business? He's like, no, thank you, but no. It's like I got, I got all out. Thank you. Yeah, he did, and I did that whole rest like five hour drive, smelling like pee. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm telling you, it's humbling. That was a humbling it's experience. It's humbling experience. Yeah. yeah, what you what you did was insane. But hey, I get it. You, you want? Yeah, but I wanted to move up here, and I I had no job. I had yeah. no prospects. I got here, and I got depressed immediately. I was like, What have I done? I left all my friends. Yep. I I don't know anybody other than Le. You can hang on late all the time. You gotta go make your own way. And Le was not being very social at the time, so he was not leaving the house. Oh, he was just here. He was just in the house. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that time was COVID was still happening, and it was yeah, no, it was twenty twenty two. It was weird. It was just he was you know transitioning. He was like doing all his. He, that was his last quarter at SCAD. Oh, you yeah. know, so he was like mentally preparing for that break too. Oh God. And then. You know, a month of depression later, I found a job. I did my first modeling session with a professor at Scott who so sweetly, he had only met me for half an hour. He wrote me a letter of recommendation for me to apply to the school because that's how, <sighs> how good of a model he thought I was. Yes. Shout out to Henry Dean. Shout out. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and yeah, and then it took forever for scott to start um but in that time i got to know a little bit of savannah i started working you know the the in the service industry here i was working at a bar downtown nice and i didn't know that savannah was a drinking town until that point until you got there you're like oh my god this is crazy who are these people <laughs> on weekends you're just like oh my god who are these people chaos it's chaos. <laughs> it's chaos. And then at that point, I felt I started losing myself a bit again. Yeah. Because I started, you know, service industry does pull you in. I've heard. And I was doing the late nights and I was going out and getting drunk every night with my coworkers. And the my only like creative outlet was helping Le through his master's show. Oh, Lord. Yeah. 
and I was only painting for him and he was begging me dude you have to create he was always pushing me you have to create I don't see you creating you can make a living off of this to this day he still snags me he's like why are you not drawing (laughs) draw it do something do something do something do something lay that friend that you need that's always in the back of your head just like hey 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 hop on it hop on it do it yeah yes um, I did that job for a couple of months, and through them, I found the the storytelling. Ooh, you found the the tour the guide. Go, the tour guide, and you probably saw them when you were out doing drinking and everything. You probably saw them all the time. Yeah, and I had I did not understand. Yeah, you yeah, was like <laughs> I did not understand. I'm like, who are these goth looking people standing outside my bar, yep. fetching other people? And then I started asking, and I learned that they were tour guide yeah. i was like okay this is cool this is, this this is, is cool this an is interesting outlet. an artistic outlet yeah yeah you can get in the character you know you know i started meeting people around town mm-hmm. um i have now met wonderful friends here uh which is great other creative people that push you yes. and then the sense of community that i found in savannah has been wild it's insane yeah yes yes it's amazing from the moment from the moment because i come from florida right florida's an angry place is it yes i've heard like i don't know miami area but i've heard like other jacksonville My, no miami area is an angry place like oh. once you spend two hours in traffic every day trying uh-huh. to go home you become an angry and miserable person that's so awful yeah um it's very depressing because yeah. it's still beautiful you have the beaches you know you have that party life which is still very toxic mm-hmm. um but the the it was bad <laughs> i was angry man i was so angry and i came up here and southern hospitality to the t southern hospitality to the t Dude, and I was like, people are so nice. I have to be nice. I have to it, be nice to others and to myself. Yeah. And that just clicked for me and things started changing. That's when the ball started rolling. I was like, wow, you can go so far by being nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, that's like a mantra for life. So true. Yeah, but you, when you're in chaotic spaces, you cannot connect to that part of yourself. You know, you cannot be nice when I mean, you are in a... Because everything's just like kind of fast-paced. No one's being very genuine. Uh-huh. kind of like, you, you know, it kind of makes sense. People think about New Yorkers, too. But I've, I've, I thought people in New York were very nice. But I understand what you're saying. <laughs> fast-paced environment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, it, that's when everything clicked. Then I started working. And then when I finally started modeling at SCAD, it was fall 2022, my first quarter. I was like, I'm entering this magical world of modeling for full time, you know? And it was a learning curve. It was definitely a learning curve. I was very much in pain those first three weeks of work. Oh, you're you're holding positions for like hours? 20 minutes at a time for for 80 minute sessions. And then that's one class. Oh, you might right. have like two, three, four classes in a day. So we're talking hours. Hours. Of you just stationary. Yeah. Jesus. I didn't understand. I didn't understand that the bottom of your feet could hurt until that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a pain I've never felt before. Gotta stay still. 
Yeah. Oh my God. And、Lori. through that, seeing students create and being in a creative atmosphere, that's where the collaging was born. No way, because you said in between sessions you would. I would call. I would edit pictures. Edit your own photo. Yes, because before I moved up here, I had、um, three. Uh, modeling sessions with、yes. three different photographers, and I had all this content. It's Ooh, all this content, yes. And I just didn't want to put it out to the world. Just you know, like I,、uh, I didn't want my social media to just be my face. Right. I think I'm. I was. I am more interesting than that. Yeah. So my brain started ragging. Like, how can I do? So I started editing. And then I started adding little, you know, things to my photos. Yes. And then that turned into full-on digital collaging. Yes, absolutely. With me as the center point. Right, right, <laughs> right. And I'm so. And obviously, go. Please go to Lori's page. I'll link everything. is is all very beautiful. But yeah, please explain that process of you creating these. There's so many different designs you have,、yeah. and like the process of you just just doing all of it. Looking for a way to reduce your carbon footprint and make a positive impact on the environment? Look no further than Lightfoot Company. Our refillery and sustainable home goods store in Savannah, Georgia, is dedicated to helping you reduce your use of plastic and single-use products, from reusable water bottles and bags to bulk, eco-friendly cleaning products and personal care items. We have everything you need to live a more sustainable lifestyle. Plus, our friendly staff and knowledgeable staff is always available to help you make informed choices and find products that are right for you. So why wait? Visit Lightfoot Company today and start making a difference. This is Alexander Rivera, and you're listening to Free Pizza. Well, because I was I was trying to tell little stories about how and when the pictures were taken. Because those pictures, the pictures I'm referring to, were taken in a very interesting time. I did a trip January 2022 to Utah. Um,、okay. for again the sexy modeling type deal. Oh, so you're back. Kind of back into I'm kind of, that. that was my closing. That was my saying goodbye to that industry.、Oh, basically, that trip. Oh, it was goodbye kind of. Yeah.、Trip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I still wanted to, you know, like do something with, uh, with the photographers. They're great friends of mine. Um, to this day,、mm-hmm. they invited me on this trip. It was my birthday. Oh, that's dope. Um, so I was like, yes, yes. Let me go. You know, like empower myself. Feel. You know, reconnected with my body again and like the sexy style because I was I was feeling good about myself, but I I wanted to explore it a little further again because、yeah. I, I, I it's a back and forth with that side of me.、Um, so I had these really cool pictures, but I I was like I just I just don't want to like put you know, sexy pictures of me on the internet. Yeah, you want to add a little twist to it. I want to add a little twist to it. So we were in Utah. We went to this、uh, off-season hunting cabin grounds. Okay. So it was us in the middle of the mountains in a little cabin. There was elks and there were buffalo in the, you know, in the land, and we were just you know naked in the snow. <laughs> we were very much just naked in、You're、the straight snow. Straight naked, taking、mm-hmm. photos, making art. Just making art, make, taking pictures all the time. We did a, a hike in a in bikinis up this little cliff. Oh my god!、Um, and it was beautiful. And we we did like several like outfit changes up there. Then the sunset, and you know that's where the temperature hits Ooh, down. Really drops. So I wanted to、um, put together the experience of of where I was with the pictures,、yes. and that's when it kind of started. Like, oh, I'm gonna tell the little stories. 
that only I can know the context of yeah. through my collaging. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I start, it started like that. And then I just like, oh, I like this picture. Let me add some things to it. And then February 2023 came and I did this challenge coach called Februlash. Februlash. Okay. Collages through February. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I was um, knee dip in the quarter, so I couldn't really collage. Mm. Um, I was working 12 hours. Um, <laughs> it was wild. It was 14 hour days, 12 hours of classes. It was wild. Jesus. Um, so I had my iPad. So I did, I'm going to keep grabbing these pictures that I'm telling my little stories from, but I'm going to grab the concepts that they're giving me through Febrilage. And that's how it just like rocketed up. Like the inspiration just banged at my door and said, like, I'm here to stay. Let's do collaging. Let's get it going. And yeah, I was like, I know two things. I want a picture. I want there to be a picture of me in every collage. Okay. Like, I want to be the center point of collage. And then I just want to, you know, have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Bring textures. You know, that's when I started really experimenting of what I wanted my collages to look like. Yeah. I first started doing, like, very themed things. And now they've transitioned to, like, texture in a way. Yes. You know, because skin has a texture. Fabric has a texture. So mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm, I'm moving into that. And now, recently, I did a mixed-media big collage piece with fabric and um, some paintings Ooh. that I did. Yeah. It's um at the cultural center now. I was going to ask with you Soy if Soy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. That collective is the collective. insane, by the way. Yeah. But I was going to ask you if you had anything up, any shows or anything up right now. Um, so we have the show at the Cultural Arts Center. It's okay. there until there. the 23rd of February. Oh, it's uh, there for the 23rd time. of September. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. You... Uh, Lori. I gave myself a couple of extra months. <laughs> a lot of extra months. <laughs> Just like, a oh. couple. So next week then. Oh my God, that's next week. The 23rd is next Friday. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh my God. Like this year is over. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. that. And then um, through the collaging, I was like, I want to do jewelry again. So the jewelry came back. Yes. The Ooh. jewelry came back, but the idea of the jewelry I'm making now, making um, fairy wing earrings. Which you have on which now. Which I'm on now. Yes. This started with a SCAD project. Okay. Let's um, hear it. SCAD during fall 2022 did a, a Halloween gesture jam. And okay. I was one of the models. And they're like, you need to come with a costume. And I'm like, I am not basic so i'm gonna make my own costume let's go and i watched this little, little tutorial about how to make fairy wings and i made some huge set of fairy Did wings you really yeah you still have them i do they're hanging in my room <laughs> yes yes i love them and but before i made the big ones i'm like i'm gonna make a small little prototype so i did a small prototype and i'm like oh these could be earrings and i made my first set of earrings i'm like oh this this could be something yes so that was like in my mind since halloween last year okay 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 and i started experimenting um then the quarter got too much so i f again fully dipped into the collaging yes and yeah. then summer 2023 came about not that much going on with scat everybody's gone for the summer you know so i have all these free time 
So like I'm gonna fully dive into the jewelry making again. Like this is something that I really love. I love me my silly little beads. And my boss from the tour company gave me a bunch of materials. I was like, I need really? to put this to use. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. She's an amazing, amazing person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, she found us our cat, actually. No way. Which one? The Tiny, little one? Yeah. Oh, gravy. <laughs> gravy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is a great name. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mind you, gravy. She get what, some, what materials are we talking about? Just beads. Beads. Beads and old, old necklaces. Like just a bunch of jewelry that she had that she wasn't using. Yeah. She just put it in a box and gave them to me. I so I, my jewelry now consists of um, beads that I have found in the trash because the students leave a lot of things in the trash. I've heard that here. Like when they're gone, like for the or graduating or for the summer they just throw a bunch of they shit just away. throw a bunch of shit out that and then the necklace that she gives so everything's repurposed nice from like other things yes i like that um so that's what like kicked it off i was like i have all these things all the materials let me just put them to use yeah. yeah so i just started making the my earrings prototyping and experimenting with them and now they were born into a mishmash between the fairy wings that are translucent and iridescent to beading. Wow. Is there any culture significance to the beading process? Or did, did your mom do that? Or? My mom did a lot of beading. Is that like big in like the Venezuelan culture? I think it's really big um, in America as a whole. Okay. Because, you Go know, on. you have um, uh, tribes. It, yeah that do beating there's a lot of there's big beating in mexico i've heard that um yeah and then in colombia and venezuela jewelry is very big because we have there's a lot of gold yeah you know there's a lot of resources um so the the gold the jewelry has always been like a staple yes and beating the natural beads the the beading that's done in venezuela is very very beautiful um so it, it comes from that very interesting. I mean, I've seen that obviously through friends who were in that culture of like being able to, I've always wanted to ask what the significance was, but it kind of makes sense in that region. It's been like a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. 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 And beads are fun, man. <laughs> they are chaotic and the sashes. And if you drop the bead, the bead will belong to the floor for the rest of its life. Exactly. And yours. It probably will outlive you on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's amazing but it's fun <laughs> yeah I mean I'm sure I was a very tedious process but it seems like you're, cool. you're a very patient person so I know it takes a while to make these pieces yeah you and know. then I, I started making like flower necklaces that like have um, a sort of like kneading to them so it, it all started with the with the beads the beads did a thing they're very therapeutic and yes. I don't use my hands a lot while I model so they're the only part of my body that doesn't hurt Oh, thank goodness. So you're always <laughs> able to like to do that. I can sit I can always sit down and bead and do things oh my like gosh. jewelry making. Oh, so when so what's your daily look like? Do you get up? Do you have I get orders? up, I drink coffee. Drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I get up, I drink coffee. Yes. Um I sit down, I have um I do some freelance social media things. So that's the first thing in the morning. Perfect. So you do... Okay. Paid yes. work always comes first. Yes. Um, I do that and then I sit in my studio and I decide what muse I want to pursue that day. If I want to go deep into my collaging and just hash that out for like two hours. And then I'll either transition to more prototypes or keep making set 
earrings because um, I do custom orders. I was going to ask you that. That's like, yeah, that's what I was getting to. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I, I read the customer's order. I see, you know, what they want and I start making that. Um, and lately, just, you know, trying to find other outlets. <laughs> but I say, yeah, you probably want to curiosity has probably gotten to you to try different things but obviously you want to keep the momentum going with what you're currently doing yeah like i can tell you still love making jewelry um, i do i right now i'm taking a little break from it i don't have any orders pending good. um good but i also sew because again i went to fashion school exactly so, that's kind of so i learned too. how to sew so i i don't like making clothes i like altering them I love thrifting. Yes. I love clothes. <laughs> but I say you, you went to your room earlier. You definitely have uh, some a lot of pieces, a lot of cool pieces too. <laughs> a lot of cool pieces. A lot of variety in there. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So I started. I sew sometimes. I like fix clothes for friends. You know. Oh, dope. Yeah. Okay. Something yeah. that doesn't fit, you know, just bring into the shop. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Are you still doing self portraits to help your do to aid your collage? type work or are you still working on other um, i haven't i haven't taken any okay. um so uh the last pictures i took actually led took of me dope yeah dope um he understands exactly how i want my pictures to be taken how my body works so mm-hmm. we you know i would assist him in his paintings and he would assist him assist me with my photography it yeah. was uh, our little deal that's a cool little friendship like <laughs> hey like eh, yeah like, yes, i am I now training my partner to do such act, such activity dang right Get we're in. still in the in the training process <laughs> anyone can be trained as to hey just do get my angle right click the button mm-hmm. you know you know just don't click the button once you know just take Ten. <laughs> Take a bunch. Take a bunch. Yes, and we'll know, figure it out. From a hundred photos, three, maybe five might work. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, but you do have an Etsy page up to where people can't order your stuff, though. Yes, yeah. I have a little Etsy. I have a, a little Instagram for them too. Perfect. Perfect. Um, perfect. Perfect. I mostly have sold things through Instagram rather than through my Etsy, that and I sense. prefer it that way because my rates on Etsy are higher, obviously, because you're doing Shipping. a third party situation they take some of your money they take some of your money they yep. take a lot of your money yeah <laughs> yeah 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 oh my gosh can you talk about this collective before we uh wrap it up um yeah soy como soy yes talk about because i thought this is really i want to talk about the savannah community as a whole but i love no, but that collective soy como soy has brought life into my life exactly in a way that i have not felt before yeah let's talk about that um it's just it all started with aj okay um he was, you know, gathering people for this show at the Cultural Arts Center last year, 2022. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got into there through Le. Mm. And he was like, she's an artist. She doesn't have any recent work, but she's an artist. And I'm yeah. like, yes, I'm an artist. I'm also a model for Scott. And they're yes. like, oh, cool. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I helped out with the social media for a little bit for them, but that was when the collective was started, so we didn't have like a, a, a set north like we have as the collective has now. Yeah. The collective has grown, and I've seen it grown as a participant of it. And there's so many things going on in this town that you just have you just have have the need to participate. Mm, you know, yes. if they can participate, why can't I? Yes. So it has pushed me to create more constantly. Um to hash out pieces more and more constantly, even if it's Ooh. just collaging 
or if it's I do some like digital drawings too. Yeah. Those are the girls. Those are where my girls are still living yes, and thriving. Oh, um, I love that. I love that. They're usually either um, drawings of self of self portraits of or of my you know bikini modeling friends. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. Banger bodies. <laughs> <laughs> the banger bodies that's banger where they bodies. come from I yeah. love that I love that and you know they're just there's a source of inspiration honestly like I wouldn't be making jewelry full time if it wasn't for the collective that's so dope yeah it's good to have people in your corner who are inspiring you pushing you in a positive pushing way pushing you in a positive way yeah. um, right now we have a little bodega style pop up shop with Savannah Rep. Whoa, where's for that? For their show. Um, so they, they're doing a show right now at the old um, Motors Concession on Broughton, downtown. Dope, I need to go there, yeah, yeah. They're doing a play that's called La Empanada Loca. Okay, what's that mean? Uh, the Crazy Empanada. Oh, yes! <laughs> it's a Sweeney Todd style play. It's oh, a one-woman show. I definitely recommend one woman show it's a one woman show but she no. needs nobody else in that stage wow she okay that so we did good. a new york city style bodega for it and all my jewelry right now it's there up for sale up for grabs how long is that going on for um until sunday actually till this sunday till this sunday and bodega like food no, oh, just like a, just, an just art. art pieces. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they doing little delis. Some expired there? goya cans too Ooh. for the creation. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I there. spend. Um, I did the whole backdrop for it, so I spent what like four days there. <sighs> From the morning, I would go at night. We did a big collaging style background backdrop. Wow, for the bodega that's dope so i just been gluing <laughs> i've been gluing and i would come home and finish the jewelry and i have i have like 30 pieces there right now that's insane yeah that's a lot of work that's a lot of work like, i don't think i've ever done that many pieces like consistently yeah yeah <laughs> i bet it feels so great to see like you know obviously the finished product like everything yeah, you've done no. is on display you know it, it's really nice and like now I got to wear my jewelry and every time people ask me about it from? yeah like, I'm like I made it I <laughs> here's some, my business card I got some for sale right now yeah I'm in the talks with a few shops downtown because they really like my stuff mm. and um, you know mm. making my portfolio so I can go and you know, maybe have my stuff in a physical place let's too. get it going yeah. do you ever do the um the um Forsyth market on weekends so I'm still waiting because you know the city takes forever and you have to apply yeah, the per- it's a permit you need a permit yeah oh. so they need to see all your work okay before they approve your permit oh okay um okay. so right. I just finished like three days ago photographing all my work dope oh my <laughs> gosh yeah 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 my gosh and also there's someone Tybee I heard there's a Tybee market as well but obviously yeah. that's not close to here it's not close I yeah yeah, like I'm, s- I'm I'm hopping on that now. Yes, you know. Yeah, because during the quarter, uh, during scout season, it's very hard. It's very hard. You know, yeah. we I do as much work as a professor does. I mean, absolutely. even more, <laughs> dude. This that that school is insane. Yeah, you know, everyone I know who go there is like it's just intense. It's intense. It's intense workload. It's work. It's it's all. It's all worth it for future future shit but like it's just so hard it is very hard yeah but you make it seem i don't know you you just watching you lay my friend larissa just everyone here just makes it look like it's 
it, it's, it looks it's easy, easy but i know it's not but it looks easy because savannah has more hours in the day than any other city <laughs> probably feels that way um, yes. yeah <laughs> i tell you it, it, need, it needs to be a lot of hours for all that y'all have to go through yeah no and like people call this slow vanna um, which I fully understand. So when yeah. it moves at a different rhythm than any other place, but yeah. I just feel like there's so much time during the day here. There is. I spend a lot of time outside, just doing a lot of shit. Just I get doing a lot. A lot. I, you get a lot of done. I get, I, get, I, get, I get a lot done here. Like, yeah. I get up and like, man, the days went by fast, but I got a lot of shit done. You got a lot of shit done. So this city just brings it out of you. Damn, you know, right. it works. Yeah, it's definitely a good season of me being here. I'm glad I moved here. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. It's a good spot. Everyone back home keeps asking me how it is. I'm like, it's different, you know. It's but it's different. You know, it's the magical city of Savannah. Um, that's what I like to call it to the, the tourists. City. The it's magical, magical city of Savannah. There's a certain energy here where it does feel like magic. There's a settle. It's all the dead people. Facts. Actually, yes, that makes sense. Actually, everyone can tell me like, yeah, there's a lot of history here. A lot there's of death, a lot of history. Blah, blah, blah. We keep collecting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh. Yeah, this place we are at right now is haunted by Nancy, our resident ghost. Ooh, Nancy. Nancy. Nancy died January 2020 here in the apartment, right there in the living room. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Her and her husband, Johnny, died here in the premises. Okay. You still feel the presence? Yes. Okay. She does not like to be left alone for long periods of time. Okay. Okay. That is something that I can say of her. But she, you know, she likes to participate. If we're cooking, she opens the cabinets for us. She, you know, she lends a hand. Um, and we do have a geriatric style walking tub because she lived here in hospice. You know, she was very ill oh. when she died. And, you know, it's, it's like jet powered and like it's a fancy walking tub. You know, you can sit inside. She likes to play around with it at times, too. Got you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Hey, as long as it's respecting each other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I pay rent. She knows I pay rent. Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> Shout out to Nancy. Shout out to Nancy. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is so cool. This whole interview is so, it was so great. I, I like, I hate saying interview. It's a, it's a conversation. It's you a know? conversation, yeah. You know, you feel, you feel like you just talked about your life. And obviously, we can't talk about every part of what you do. Yeah, no, I'm sorry if I ramble a lot. There's so many things. Re- 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 yeah, to I talk tell everyone about. is like, hey, if you got a question for Lori, just ask Lori. I mean, I can't <laughs> ask Lori every single thing ever. And you're going to answer that other question oh, for yeah. sure before we get out of here. So, what's the other, other question? What is one fear you would like to conquer? And I. Okay. Uh, I don't believe in conquering your fears. I believe in doing things even when you're fearful. Because sometimes that doesn't make you, that doesn't uh, say you conquered it. Yeah. Um, Like I might, I still do things with fear. I still create art with the fear of um, criticizing. Yeah. You know, I, I still live life through its fears, but you just have to keep pushing through them. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. I mean, living in fear literally is a thing. Living you know, is- like not not necessarily a negative thing. Like yeah. you said, I'm, I'm gonna piggyback. I'm, I'm fearful of everything I do. <laughs> Every you don't know of- if what you're gonna put out there is gonna be good. Yeah. You know, that's always that little fear in the back of your mind, but you still do it. But you need the fear to kind of push you. As yeah. a friend. if you're not fearful or anxious or like 
you know whatever about you're doing is probably not scary enough you know what i'm saying yeah it's probably exactly. not risky it's not risky enough it's not risky enough yeah and so i don't believe in um conquering my fears i do believe in conquering my insecurities i think they are more they're heavier in life than fears yes absolutely um and I think I think I I still carry my insecurity of when I stopped creating. I think I'm not like a, a good enough artist. Dude, the <sighs> imposter syndrome. The the oh, imposter syndrome dude. is loud and clear. Like I can say very prominently, like I'm a great model. You are. Like, can I am a great model? Um, am I a great artist? Damn, I don't know. That's a that's a very hard question to answer. It's uh, a hard question to answer. I understand that. So I think I'm moving towards conquering my insecurity about my art. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's what I'm doing right now. And I think this city and the community that's here is helping me. You are helping me yes. by, you know, having me as a guest in your podcast. Yes. Like I feel so honored. Oh, <laughs> the honor is all mine, you know. I'm for any time to exchange words and a more of an intimate space you know what i'm saying yeah. this, this is, this, i'm honored that you decided to do this so thank you i i was very happy and excited to do this yeah, yeah. i think this has been really fun <laughs> yes you're just in your kitchen that's my favorite part in my setting. kitchen we're, we're literally in your i can see your dishes right now see my <laughs> huge bag of tortilla and chips, chips. <laughs> i i those i did i was like this is lit right here this is so lit costco yeah oh that oh yeah i keep getting there's a costco here and um uh pooler. pooler yes i never am out there but i need to be to get yeah. my, my stuff we just recently went to costco and then my partner who's a big movie person too we we're like we have to watch this movie i don't know remember the name because the thing is that we went into costco he's like welcome to costco i love you which is a part of this silly little raunchy comedy movie from Ooh. 2005 <laughs> what? Yeah. What movie is that? Oh my god, I don't remember the name. I've never. Yeah, look at it. You up know, right I'm quick. gonna look it up real quick because, guys, oh. this is this is like yes, 2005 We're comedy. Okay, this. so it's not up to 2022, 2023 standards. Yeah, we're gonna leave out uh, with, with this jewel when she when she when Lori finds it. God dang it, this is great. This is a free piece of exclusive. Um. Oh my god. What? No. 2005 Costco movie. Idiocracy. Idiocracy? It's called the movie. It's the movie. That's, yeah. Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Okay. It's the movie. I yeah. like that. Okay. Okay. I do not recommend this movie. <laughs> oh, 2005. No, no, no. It's not up to political standards for 2023, you know? I went back and watched a bunch of old movies in the 90s, and now I'm into with this. It, yeah. PC was not a thing back then. It's, it's, I will watch it with a different, with a different mindset. I can tell you that the use of the R word in this movie is used too lightly. <laughs> Ooh, okay, yeah. So, this, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's a, you know, post-apocalyptic type world. And, you know, Costco runs everything. So, once you walk into Costco, there's this guy who says, Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> that sounds insane. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. There we go. We're gonna leave you with that idiocracy. Watch it if you want to. If not, then we understand. <laughs> Again, do not recommend. <laughs> yes, I recommend it at all. But no, Lori, this is so great. Um, obviously your Etsy page is up to buy your jewelry. I will yes. link all the pages on our description. I'm so grateful for you for doing this. Um, I'm so honored. Yes, my friend, and your this is uh your 
art pieces up to the 23rd. I'll see, I'll see if I can get this up before then so people can go see that. Can go see that. Or if not, there's, they're, they're going to be up there's in more, another place there's more, soon. There's more. There's more coming. But I want to see. I'm going to go see it. Heck yeah. Yes. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, support Lori and all the jury or give her a follow and ask more questions because you probably want to ask more than I asked. Um, but much love to you and thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you. We're out of here. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.